Hello and welcome to Stirring the Pot, Entertainment Zoo's premier popular culture podcast. As always, I'm your host, Derek, the first and the last today we have. It's me, Asia. It's me, Joe Smart. And Sam. Excellent, excellent. Um, how's everyone? I'm doing okay. You're right. You good? I'm I'm chilling. You good, Asia? I'm straight up. You good? You good, Joe Smart? I'm doing well. Excellent, excellent. Today we get to talk about Pokemon again. Poketober. You guys excited? I'm I'm thrilled. I'm <laughs> ecstatic. I'm, well, the thing is, you're thrilled sounds like restrained anger. First. I'm, I'm <laughs> <thrilled>. okay. But <laughs> flashbacks to I'm the gonna... last last book of ethics. Honestly, flashback to Poke Beast mode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, Today, annoying. Oh wait. How'd you guys like Beast Mode? We, I, we didn't it, get to. I didn't, I didn't get to do a detox afterwards. How was that? I enjoyed it. It was really it was fun. But I, I knew I'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, that was the sound <laughs> of my ginormous belt hitting the table. That's excellent. What does the studio audience have to say about that? I hate you. <laughs> God. It's funny. Again. The yeah, it's only with restraint. If we do it too much, we end up sounding like a Disney Channel sitcom. You're right. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, uh, it's deafening. <laughs> so today we get to talk about pokey ethics. Ooh. Uh, so we kind of been having a whole pokey themed uh, month of October. But you've only done two Pokemon things. We've had a Poke-themed October. Um, <laughs> we do the Pokemon stirring the pot. We're playing Pokemon in our side time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pokemon Legends of Arcuus trailer has come out. Mm-hmm. Um, Heck yeah. There's a new Zorua. Yeah, yeah. it looks cool. It's, it's normal and ghost. Normal and ghost. It's only uh, weak to dark types. Yeah, that's so cool. Three immunities. It's, I love it. Yes, it's so good. So this kind of like pokey celebration is leading up to the release of pokemon brilliant diamond and shining pearl on november 19th where entertainment still will have a lot of content from that mm-hmm. pokey bration how, how are you gonna be putting that content up yeah, yeah. we'll figure it out through our pokey site <laughs> i just want to see how many words pokey I can... sorry oh that was good i want to <laughs> see how many yeah. words we can just smash with pokey you can smash Make anywhere work. with pokey i mean i love pokey bowls Poke. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> Ooh, poke, poke. No. Double poke. So, in this episode, we're going to focus on the ethical conundrum that was presented in the fifth generation. Um, I feel like ethical, ethical conundrum is a big uh, like phrase for something that I feel like the fandom talks about ad nauseum anyway. Yeah. Um, but you guys are aware. Generation 5. It's the generation that includes Pokemon Black and White, as well as Black 2 and White 2. Yeah, of course. Who wouldn't know uh, that? Who's... <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah. I've only ever played Black and White. When I saw that there was, like, a second one, I, I did not like that. I, I was just like, no. oh, this bucks the trend. I don't like... I gotta be real. I was really excited about the second one. Um, those... They're not dates, but I'm starred. Ferris wheel dates? That was cute. Ferris um, wheel dates? Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, uh, they're of. not even really dates. It's not. It's You get like a... It, it, anyways. Anyway, you can look it up. <laughs> Bulbapedia exists. Yeah. Um, I never played it, though. I have it. But um, I have a lot of Pokemon games. I always hated that it felt like... Um, it was like, oh, yeah, this is a new Pokemon game. 
Um, but you don't just keep your same Pokemon from the previous game, and you have to like start over. Yeah, you're a new person. Yeah, you're a new person. It's like three oh. years into the future. Are you not yeah. playing the same person? Nope. No. Huh? Did you think they were this? I thought they were the same person. They're not. They're not. You even start in a different place. And what? the boy gets an uglier haircut. He does. And the girl gets a cuter haircut. Oh, uh, not to see this. Yeah, they, <laughs> I thought they were the same person. No. Then how do they do it in the manga? Is it just they get new people? Yeah, I think but the so. Thing is, like the manga's they're... main character is usually named Black and White. Is yeah, like a black two. I... A... What if they're just me? I. Oh. <laughs> Black you want adventures black too? Blacky and whitey. That's <laughs> not gonna work out. Look it up. Look it up. Look up this information. Yeah, my friend is black too. <laughs> oh, what a what a coincidence! My friend is white too. He does get an ugly haircut. He looks like a palm oh, tree. I hate it. They. His name's Blake. Ew. They, oh, get the, it? Slightly it, off. Yeah. Yeah. The first guy is still named black. black. But the uh, second guy's the new guy's named Great Value. <laughs> oh my god! No, 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 no! In the Japanese, he was just called Black Two. And oh. The... <laughs> oh wow! That's... So we were cowards. Yeah. The thing is, but they dropped the. B... <laughs> they... Oh, they dropped the bees so it just looks like lack to <laughs> like he's lacking. <laughs> How they do that with white? Let's see. It's just oh, it's just height. Two? Why? Y2K? Why we dropped a T. <laughs> I'm sorry. I Is that Rosa? I, yeah, I have that's to. Her, uh, wait, I thought Rosa was the second one. Uh, it's know. like Let's Hilda see. and Rosa, right? Something like that. It's. You can say it. It's Whitey. Really? <gasps> <laughs> 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 I don't know what I was expecting, to be honest. I, I should have I should have known. Yeah, because it's spelled W-I-H-I-T-L-E-Y, but it's pronounced white-e, white-ly, white. Okay. So it's not Whitley? Whitley? No. It's white Let's discuss the ethics of this decision. <laughs> and then in the Japanese, they call her Y2. Okay. Okay, so they're different characters. <laughs> different characters. Now you know. The more you know. The more you know. Um, Derek so, getting this news, what, 10 years late? <laughs> <laughs> so, in these games, I guess, in for just Black and White, because I don't, I guess I don't know the real story of Black and White 2, the main antagonist of the game is Team Plasma. Is that correct for Black, for Black yes. 2 and White 2? Sweet. Team Plasma is a group of, uh, is a group aimed at liberating Pokemon from their trainers, as they view the ownership of Pokemon as oppressive to the Pokemon themselves. Essentially. Essentially. I, I feel like there's a lot of nuance that's probably being missed, but... For uh, a Pokemon game? Do they really uh, make that much nuanced? I, I don't I, think so. I think we were excited for them, too, and then it's just like, yeah. But the dudes in charge of this is a terrible dad, so I'm not on his side. <laughs> <laughs> in today's episode, we're going to explore this idea through a philosophical lens. And so... Um, I we I have a fun, I have a few questions for you guys, but um, we are going to go through the philosophy, right? Mm-hmm. And as we go through the philosophy, it's a living document. So if there's a part of, if there's a part that you're like kind of confused on, I'm already or, deleting the parts I disagree with. 
or the parts that you disagree <laughs> with, you could you could stand up and say something. Okay. Let me establish some background. So throughout the games, the gym leaders, your allies, and intellectuals like your local professor, Professor Juniper in this game, mm -hmm. argue that Pokemon and people are friends. That's something that's constantly talked about. The Professor Oak intro part where it's just like, yeah, Pokemon are best friends with people. Um, and at many times, the friendship between the player and the lead Pokemon is tested by one of the leaders of Team Plasma, In. Is N considered a leader, or is he just like he's he's uh, a dude's son? I felt I felt like he was just like yeah, and you're, and also Joe Smart knows more about this than me, <laughs> so I'm gonna say a bunch of BS, and then Joe Smart's gonna correct me no, gently. Go for it, go for it. Uh, go for let it. me get this straight. I uh -huh. haven't played him forever. Uh, N is just kind of allowed to do what he wants because he's like the key to his uh uh terrible father's like evil plans. Yeah. So. And also, he's a powerful Pokemon trainer who uh, is, like, actually legitimately friends with this Pokemon. Yeah, no, pr pretty much. And it's, like, his dad kind of... He's not even his real dad. As far as I know, it's, like, adopted. They both have green hair. It's crazy, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's his dad. Lucky, lucky coincidences in the Pokemon world. <laughs> Keep going. Um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> The, the way I see it, anyways, or or I guess, like, the way that's presented, I, I could be wrong in this, too. It's been a while since I've played the games. I just, I played it a bit more recently. But anyways, um, it seems like he pushes N to be, like, this, this like, frontal figure of Team Plasma as, like, the leader. But his dad is really, like, oh, so the he's, puppeteer. He's, like, the thing. front man. Yeah. He, he, everyone sees N in Team Plasma. It's like, this might be, not be such a bad idea. Look at this bloke. Yeah, pretty much. I trust him. N's charismatic. He's charismatic. Look, he doesn't even have his Pokemon and Pokeballs. Yeah. He's just chilling. Yes. He has a great outfit. He has a great outfit. He has a great fit. I, I envy it. I gotta be real. N looks cool. It looks cool. I was so I thought N was so cool. And then by the end of the game, N's like, yeah, there's no way you and your friends, can, you and your Pokemon can be friends. And then you show him that you and your Pokemon are friends. He's like, wow. I was wrong. This guy really showed <laughs> well, me. Well, go ahead and beat up my dad. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything. Yeah, the I, after I beat the Elite Four, it got so much harder that I was like, huh. I wrote the description <laughs> down and I'm just like, hmm, Derek, hmm. You're not sure about this one. Um, and I was like, Derek, why didn't you, why didn't you play through this game? Why didn't you read up on the wiki? I was like, Derek, you remember. You played this game in high school. Yeah, same. I was like, no, no. Block, I got it. I got it down. Um, in the final showdown with the team, they attempt to free all of the Pokemon from the PC system before you eventually stop them. Is that true? I don't remember. God. <laughs> wow, we are severely... <laughs> I'm suddenly feeling very underqualified. Whatever, whatever. It doesn't matter. We don't the premise it. is... The premise is... Do Pokemon have personhood? Full stop. I don't need to tie this to a game. You're if right. you know more about this game than me, congratulations. Yeah, you're not better than me. <laughs> you, you're, you're right. <laughs> also... Really quick, we're not using anything from the anime. We, uh, Joe Smart, Sam, and I were about to watch the Poke the new Pokemon movie on Netflix, the one with the Zaru. Oh, Tarzan, but Pokemon. Yeah, Tarzan. yeah. Those Pokemon straight up talk and have a society. <laughs> they do. <laughs> this is a spoiler for the first three minutes of it. They, it's a musical. They start out with a song. It's a musical. 
Wait, Pokemon 2000. I'm back. Never mind. <laughs> and then they're talking. They have like a social hierarchy. Wait a second. Pokemon have been. Pokemon have already been talking a while. Pokemon 2000. Yeah. And Pokemon 1. And but Meowth mostly... in general. And Meowth in oh, general. yeah. Why are we having this conversation? Why are we because we're this not debate? we're not using the anime. Yeah. <laughs> we we have to ban. I can like already. Doesn't broke... Mewtwo start talking to me in my game? Mewtwo. Um, I don't. No, remember. Mewtwo doesn't talk to you in the game. No. I'm glad we have technology. You you keep talking. So I'm, uh, I'm pulling up my. Points. I already wrote the philosophy before realizing <laughs> that the anime exists. <laughs> so um, we're banning. We're bracketing everything in the anime. So Which that's all fair. that I know. So I'm no. just going in blind. No, no go for it. <laughs> because if we don't, um, this conversation becomes too easy. Yeah. Because it's just like, oh, Lucario can talk and has personhood and um, can speak and logic through like problems. Yeah. The song. The song <laughs> restores my strength. Luki is aware aware of his like role in society. Yeah. It, it becomes all too real. Yeah. Arceus can, like, speak to you as, like, a god instead of just, like... In the games, we can be like, yeah, yeah, we say he's a god, but he's, like, a weird, like, eldritch, like, abomination that was birthed into the universe. Some things in the game can be read as that. It's oh, really... no, I, I missed what you said because I'm trying to figure out if Mewtwo speaks in-game. So I was like, eldritch abomination of... Entei can, like, just kidnap Ash's mom. Um, technically, that wasn't really Entei. Was that Shadow Entei? No, that was, um, the unknown granting that little girl's wish. And because her father was, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, because her father was, like, deep in, like, Entei, uh, studying him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Lore and his mythology, she connected the two. So when she wished for her father back after he had gone missing, the unknown gave him Entei because she was a child and she had intertwined the two. So Entei was her dad the entire time, but it was really just a vision that the unknown made. So technically, Entei isn't even in the Entei movie. Yeah. To like, what, the end or something? I I don't remember. The Entei. Yeah, so we're not using the anime. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's wild. The unknown can do that, right? Yeah, it's wild that the unknown can do do that. We have Pokemon that just are in the shape of human speech. Slow King, (laughs) just like, hey, what's up? Yeah, you're right. You're right. There is Pikachu (laughs) in the newest movie? Yeah, Ash. No, wrong voice. Yeah. (laughs) The English voice. The Japanese Japanese voice is like, yeah, Ash, we're friends. No, 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 it's not. No, that, that was the joke because Pikachu's voice is also deep in the Japanese. Doesn't Zoroark talk too? It, it does. I think it's like so. basically every Pokemon with a feature talks. Yeah. Darkrai talks in that one movie. Detective Pikachu? The only one that doesn't talk is uh, Mew. Mew never freaking Mew talks. Never talks. <gasps> Neither does Celebi. Jirachi talks. Jirachi talks. Jirachi's a brat. Anyways, we're going on. We're going to do this for a while. Uh, just let, let's move. Let's move. Latios? Latios! Latios has whole ass sentences. (laughs) Latios, no, Latios didn't talk. She just seemed like she she had a crush on Ash. Or was it the girl who had a crush on Ash? It was 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 one of them. It was one of them. Latios used the girl's form. I don't know. Whatever. Let's just, let's keep it moving. Let's keep this pushing. So, with the the games in mind, at this point we have two paths we can go down. Um, these two paths are essential to the philosophy that we're trying to talk about, like, if Pokemon, if it's unethical to have, to, like, own Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I don't own my Pokemon. 
My Pokemon could snap my neck if they wanted to. <laughs> um, are we going to acknowledge the Pokemon with the comparable personhood to humans, or are we going to consider Pokemon animals? And when we say po- personhood, this is the definition we're working under. The notion of personhood identifies a category of morally considerable beings that is thought to be coextensive with humanity. Coextensive? Yeah. Historically, Kant is the most noted defender of personhood as the quality that makes up being valuable and thus morally considerable. Um, little background on Kant. Terrible person. Really? Mm-hmm. Um... Kant was one of the philosophers that helped justify slavery. Like, it's... It's it's, it's not great. It's not great. Which is why I have Kant, but I have a more contemporary person whose philosophy we're also using. That's fair. It's just really... In philosophy... Hey, guys. Philosophy lesson. Mm -hmm. In philosophy, a lot of philosophers from the Enlightenment era suck. Mm. So many. John Locke sucks. Yo, John Locke sucks. Also one of the people who helped uh, justify slavery. Yeah. Um, life, liberty, and the, pursu- and the pursuit of property. Yep. Yeah. Um, those type of people, the Enlightenment philosophers, universally pretty much all suck. Yeah. Even some of the more contemporary. Was it? It was Heidegger, right? Yeah, Heidegger. Not Hegel. No, I always get... It's the H ones. Hegel, one of them taught under... One of them was a Nazi. Yeah. Basically. Was, yeah. Was it? No. Is it Hegel? Hegel might be the Nazi. God dang it. I always... So, whenever we talk about philosophy, we bracket a lot of the... Other beliefs that they have? Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise... It's like, you gotta know about them so you can pick them out when you're using their philosophy and you can be like, ooh, dodge that bullet. Mm -hmm. But at the same time... (sighs) Unfortunately, their philosophy helped set up, like, A a groundwork for a ton of other philosophers. So we have to explore Kant's before we get to the woman I'm actually using. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. So Kant said, every rational being exists as an end in himself and not merely as a means to the arbitrary, arbitrarily used by this or that will. Beings whose existence depends not on our will, but on nature have nevertheless, if they do not, if they are not rational beings, only a relative value as means and are therefore called things. On the other hand, the rational beings are called persons inasmuch as their nature already marks them out as ends in themselves. So, personhood is treating people as an ends in themselves and not means to the ends, and non-personhood, or things that we classify as things, and according to Kant, would include things like animals, can be treated as a means to an end and are not necessarily an ends within themselves. Does that make sense? Um... I need a, a more simplified version of that. So from... So, from, yeah, go on, Josemar. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I was going to say, to like to add on, it's basically like you can't use another person to carry a carriage, but you can use a horse to carry a carriage. It's kind of like trying to make that kind of differentiation. Would you say if you were going to use that analogy, you can't um, have a kid specifically to care, like to pull your carriage, yeah. but you can breed a horse specifically to pull your carriage. There we go. Yeah. Because the horse is just a means to, to... pull the carriage, but the child is an ends within themselves. So they oh, have fair. their own. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, and, I, and I can see why these enlightenment philosophers are able to help justify slavery. Slavery. With, with that justification. Like, well, what do you think counted as a means? Yeah. Rather than an end in themselves. Mm-hmm. Here. Let's just 
racism. <sighs> Anyways, back to Pokemon. <laughs> so the idea, just to give you some of the link from the other philosopher, the idea of person is continued in a contemporary setting by Harvard philosopher Christine Korsgaard. Um, she argues that humans face a problem of normativity. We as a species can and often do think about our desires and ask ourselves, are these desires reasons for action? Do these impulses represent the kind of things I want to act according to? Um, our ability to reflect allows us and requires us to step back from our impulses in order to determine when and how to react to these same impulses. With personhood, we decide whether to treat our desires as reasons for actions based on our conception of ourselves. Even the act of deciding to react is another level of reflection, a reflection that requires an individual to have a measurable sense of self. This clear, measurable sense of self is a necessary moral identity because without it, we cannot view our lives as worth living as our act or our actions as worth doing. Yes. So let me make sure I understand this. So Course Guard here is saying that personhood requires not only the innate desire itself, but the ability to reflect on the desire and decide whether it's worth acting upon. And if you can't do that, you don't have basic personhood. Yes. Because in the decision of whether or not to act requires a kind of self-identity that things like, say, an animal wouldn't necessarily have. Mm -hmm. But uh, that's getting into a whole nother uh, stream of philosophy. But it, Yeah, exactly. Korsgaard would use the example of... Because, like, all of this, what I read, is, like, condensed down from multiple pages of her mm -hmm. philosophy. Mm -hmm. She used the example... She would, like, talk about apes, how apes showcase a level of intelligence that we can measure. But also, there's multiple steps to a level of intelligence to ensure that you're considered a person. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. That makes sense, yes. Okay. okay. So, I'm going to move on to the next part. Cores go cause the problem normati normativity, and within our world, humans face the problem in a way that non-humans apparently do not. And I quote, a lower animal's attention is fixed on the world. Its perceptions are its beliefs and its desires are its will. It is engaged in conscious activities, but it is not conscious of them. That is, they are not the objects of the attention, but we human animals turn our attention on to our perceptions and desires themselves on to our own mental activities, and we are conscious of them. That is why we can think about them, and this sets us as a problem that no other animal has. It's a problem of the normative. The reflective mind cannot settle for perception and desire, not just as such, it needs a reason. So let me get this straight. Yeah. Um, basically, it's a continuation of what she was already saying, where um, a lower animal only really has its perception and its desire or will mm -hmm. to drive it and it never reflects back on that where um human animals they have their perception or beliefs their desire or its will and then it has a third one reason where it reflects back on its perceptions and its desires yes sam no it's just i'm gonna pause really quickly it would help to read along with it that's fair yeah. The thing is, I was I was skimming through it. I'm like, this is just making it more confusing. No, than... It's like when you're when someone's like reading it out loud, it helps for you not hearing a wall of text, but instead you get to like mm -hmm. follow along. No, that's fair. 
What part are we at? I'm sorry. We are the last part of the philosophy. Okay. Like, we, we just finished the philosophy. We're about to go into the Pokemon portion now. Mm. But the thing is, it's like, if you're, like, as someone who teaches philosophy, like, every two days, if you're struggling, I need to know. Yeah. Okay. No, th- th- there's nothing wrong with struggle with philosophy. It just gives us a chance to, like, um... Uh, clarify now rather than, like, 20 minutes in. Yeah. <laughs> um... So uh, I'm glad you grabbed them. It's why I kept the white whiteboard markers because I was going to start making graphs. Mm-hmm. Philosophy is really fun to teach with a whiteboard. So can you, is it possible to give like a quick like summary of postcard then of like what she was like thinking? Oh yeah, she's, we're about to do it. Oh, okay, cool. Right, cool, cool, cool. So, okay, wait, let me... Just kidding. Okay, jump back in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Basically, um, to tell me if I'm oversimplifying it at any point, basically the biggest difference mm-hmm. is that people have three criteria for personhood. And the biggest difference in criteria is reason. We sh- uh, Persons and animals, I'm going to just call them persons and animals mm-hmm. from now, Ow. since we're discussing whether or not something has personhood. Persons and animals share desire and share belief. Mm-hmm. I feel like those are kind of anthro... Anthropomorphize. Yeah, words for it. But um, if we were to undo that, you would think of it as the will of an animal and the perception of an animal or how they see the world. Mm-hmm. We have that We have that will and we have that perception or mm-hmm. belief. Right. But the thing that makes us different is that persons have reason. And reason... All reason allows us to do is to reflect on what we're perceiving and what we desire. Mm-hmm. Animals don't have that re- perfle- reflection. Mm-hmm. Um, animals just desire what they desire and yeah. they perceive what they perceive. But um, for instance, uh, I feel like we have a color talk a lot as artists mm-hmm. where um, you'll be like, oh, this is purple. And I'll be like, ah, Sam, I think that's more of a pink. And then we ha- that's our perceptions. Mm-hmm. But what makes us persons is that we reflect back on that perception and we're like, oh, our perceptions are different. Is this really purple? Is this really pink? Am I seeing it differently? What about Mm -hmm. it is making Sam see purple? What about this is making Asia see pink? And then we reflect on our desire to use that color after we've reasoned our perceptions and our desires. Mm -hmm. And then we make a decision. Animals, we wouldn't have that. Uh, Sam would be like pink. <laughs> I mean, Sam would be like purple. Asia would be pink. And mm-hmm. then our desire would be to use that color. And we would not think about why we think of things, why we perceive these things differently. Mm-hmm. There's just uh, following our will or our desire and then following our perception and nothing else. The thing is, this introspection allows us to then decide whether we want to act on those desires and perceptions. Mm-hmm. And that's what further solidifies our personhood. It's that mm-hmm. extra bit of, like, action. Right. That... There's a bit of reflection that yeah. makes a difference. And just to make this a step more in the complicated, uh, by folding in what she said about... Uh, 
self-perception mm -hmm. in order to even um start to do this reasoning you have to have a self-perception you have to perceive yourself as an entity and that has these perceptions and these beliefs about things but um animals don't necessarily do that so they can't start the reason i can reason because i can separate my self-perception from your self-perception and then kind of introspect on that correct mm -hmm. me if i'm wrong but animals don't have that they don't have the self-perception to even begin to reason. So that's what differs them from persons. Mm -hmm. With how I, how I explain um, Kant and this sort of like idea. It's why, as you can see how when Asia explained it, it's why we had to like start with Kant and yeah. down. Mm -hmm. um, because it's, it's the grandchild of Kant's philosophy. I haven't written anything yet. Oh um, no, I was about to like tag you in. Um, one of the main... <laughs> one of the main ways that um, I've explained this in, in school when I was teaching it to mm -hmm. my kids, we as humans can have a multitude of different types of complex relationships. Mm -hmm. We can have a friend who is inherently toxic. And <laughs> they, they've done things that have like maybe physically or like mentally hurt us. But the thing is, we could get back to our own self-perception. We can think through it. We can rationalize to ourselves why that person's worth keeping around. Mm -hmm. Maybe they expire another feeling within us that we have to then further think about and explore. Mm -hmm. if, an, if you hurt an animal, you've lost that animal. That's true. There's no, like... Turning back. There's no turning back. They can't rationalize because animals work more off of instinct rather than concrete reflection. Mm -hmm. And speaking on instinct, I was going to clarify before that the instinct just plays more into that desire aspect mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. them. Okay. So, is everyone yes. Yeah. good? Yes. Thank you, Asia. And Thank you, Asia. I, I appreciate the visual yeah. representation. I, I was getting a bit overwhelmed with just no, reading no, it. Because honestly, philosophy like intimidates me just because it's a lot of... It's a lot of... It's really long-winded, mm -hmm. yeah. to be frank. When I first read Kant, it was annoying for me because it's like, it's a lot of concepts. The great thing about philosophy is that once you learn these base concepts, is why typically when you learn philosophy, you have to go through and learn the philosophers first. Because once you know these base concepts, you can... You just kind of start seeing the pattern of thought that people just keep building and building and building off of. And I feel like philosophy gets long-winded, one, because philosophers are long-winded mm -hmm. and they just legitimately are. Um... And two, because so much of discussing these higher level concepts require a clarity of um, terminology so you can get precisely at what you're talking about, which just requires like clarification upon clarification mm -hmm. upon clarification and doubling back and saying, this doesn't work because of this. And oh, like following a string of logic and then going back to patch up the holes in the logic and then refining it, and then following the same stream of logic over and over. Okay, now that we have the philosophy out of the way, we can kind of establish some groundwork before we get into really any into any deep discussion. Mm -hmm. um, the first question that I have, are we going to be working underneath the assumption that people are Pokemon? Yeah. I vote yes. I vote yes. I'll also vote yes, just for the sake of, like, yeah, people, argument. People it, are just animals, so it's... Yeah. It, I don't understand why people in the Pokemon world wouldn't just be Pokemon. Right. I guess you're right. Yeah, because, um... Oh, what's her name? 
She calls it a uh, person animal or something like that. What is it? Specific. Court like, card? Uh, yeah. She calls it lower animal and human animal. So mm -hmm. I think ha establishing that same thing in a world without animals and having lower Pokemon and person Pokemon. Pokey person. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I always expect that question to be a bit more like I think if you tie personhood to the uh, term of Pokemon then you're making an argument but because she already uses the term animal to refer to both lower animals without like personhood and human animals with personhood it and that's what we're using it just flows yeah. with the argument already mm -hmm. I agree okay so now we get to the crux of the question. Well, not the crux of the question. Do Pokemon have pokey personhood? No. Okay, Sam, you volunteered first. Why? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, the thing is... Sorry. I lost my train of thought. I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. I got nervous. Um, I feel like with the examples that we used previously where it's like, yeah... Um, you could have a child, um, and the child would pause for a second. I, I lost, I lost for of thought. I gotta say, I was trying to recreate the do, magic, do and I lost it. Second? Sure, I feel like it's. No, no, I'm sorry, Sam. You did such a good job. No, you still fair. got that. You're still the same, Sam. No, I, I lost for of thought. God damn, god damn it, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. That was a good transition. I love that. Someone's rarely out too long. It's like the sound version of ganking someone off the stage with like the shepherd's crook. It's like you're having a fucking episode of like you dread. You're choking. You're floating, Sam. So Joe smiled. This woman says she's the mother of your child. So who wants to go first? Joe Smart, you're the guest. You go for it. Okay, before you start again, can you give the question? Yeah, of course. Okay. So, we can ask ourselves... Do Pokemon have pokey personhood? Okay. Um, no. They do not. I, I, I'm going to go with the answer of no, that they don't, because out of everything that we've talked about during the philosophy and everything, um, they may they may have like certain levels of intelligence, but they still aren't as intelligent, or at least averagely, they aren't as intelligent as people in the Pokemon world. And so based off that, it's just... We still catch them. We still battle with them. And they don't seem to mind. E even mm -hmm. the more intelligent Pokemon don't seem to mind. And so given that, given that they don't have as much of that self-reflection for that reason, I'm going to say no. I feel like the question is automatically biased because I is feel it? like since people will always put themselves on a pedestal, on a pokey pedestal, <laughs> um, we're going to pokey think that they're pokey less yes. than Pokemon. <laughs> so, so yeah what yeah. side of the argument are you on um but they're not people by our definition but they're not sorry they don't have personhood by our own definitions what did you say just for they don't yeah i i, I also said they don't okay 
but I, I can see why my argument would be more biased than... Yeah, think about your own anthropocentric <laughs> thinking, Joe Smart. Oh, okay, okay. Boom, baby. Asia? Hi. I think Pokemon have personhood. How come? Um, so, I think Pokemon have personhood because I think that there are a lot of Pokemon... Uh, there are some Pokemon who in their, like, basic... Po- uh, what do you call it? It's not a definition. It's the uh, Pokedex. Yeah. That, like, don't have the mental capacity for personhood until they, like, evolve or something oh, into right. something that does. Because, mm-hmm. uh, don't ask me for any specific ones, but I know they're out there. Oh, like Golduck or Psyduck? Sorry. Just... I, wouldn't, I was thinking Psyduck. I don't think Psyduck would necessarily count because Psyduck just has a raging headache all the time. Like, yeah, I've but... met people with migraines. <laughs> no, I meant, like, sorry. Because you were saying, like, yeah, some of them don't have the capacity, but I thought it was just, like... Um, Psyduck is like as a lower level Pokemon like they're like them even thinking with their own brain gives them a headache which also just puts them at a disadvantage of I gotta be real people have migraines Sam people have <laughs> chronic migraines that's me and then they get better <laughs> but not always not all Psyduck headaches <laughs> people with headaches exist and we will not be silenced <laughs> oh it hurts but um I think that an argument can be made for some of them that like don't have that thinking capacity and it's like built into the Pokédex, but I think for a large majority of them, um, the game already like kind of ushers you to not treat them just as a um, means to an end, but as an end with them themselves. And throughout the lore, any person who kind of tries to treat them as a means to an end rather than an end with themselves. You use the power of friendship to prove them wrong. Um, and also, hey, I'm 10 and I can beat you up. Feel bad about yourself. <laughs> uh, so they're constantly like reiterating that with the people they bring you up against. And then on top of that, there are Pokemon who like don't want to battle. Like you, ca- like you catch a Pokemon, you realize the Pokemon doesn't want to battle. And then they just don't battle. Mm-hmm. Like, if it was really just desire and perception, then you catch a Pokemon, you tell them to battle, they see themselves pitted up against another Pokemon and kind of, not like a clash for survival, but like a clash, they wouldn't have the self-perception to reflect on their desire and uh, they wouldn't have the self, uh, what's the word? Um, reflection reflection not perception they just rhyme um they wouldn't have the self-reflection to look at the will uh like their desire and their perception of what's happening and then reflect on if they want to battle and then decide that they don't and then to keep making that decision until something changes their mind in the game if a pokemon doesn't want to fight does it just not fight um you over level a pokemon and it decides it doesn't respect you and yeah it just stops fighting for you but it, so do dogs in the real world. In dog fighting, you can throw some dogs against each other and some dogs won't fight. You're right. But, um, and also, this is completely unrelated. People who treat their dogs a little too much like people make me uncomfortable. Gross. Same. But, unrelated. Sorry, I alienated. <laughs> <laughs> Let me take this moment to alienate like some specific subset of fans. Um, we're bringing it back in. Mm, but, the thing is, uh, there's not a dog out there that can mind control me into, I don't know, shutting down my gym or something. 
You're right. Or possess me. So I feel like the comparison... It's not quite one-to-one. Yeah. The thing is, couldn't you make the argument that... Mm, never mind. This is a, You mentioned Pokemon battling actually tap dances on another question I have further down. So mm-hmm. we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. But like... Oh, sorry, I'm trying to separate my um my Pokemon anime knowledge from my Pokemon yeah. like yeah. gameplay knowledge. That's... But the thing is, there are Pokemon pets, and it's like if you had to capture this Pokemon, there you could make an argument that there was a point where it, the decision was made, and you realize this Pokemon was more of a pet. However, like, but we don't get that backstory, but. I think my, uh, let me stop rambling. I think my strongest point is that you are like consistently pit up against people who don't think of Pokemon as persons within themselves and are just a means to an end rather than end with themselves. And you are constantly like, the game's constantly telling you they're wrong. Sorry, were you going to say, were you going to jump in? Um, What I was going to say was that the only thing is, I'm, I'm, ever since I got into this, uh, like while you were speaking, I was just getting to a loop of just like, yeah, the, Back, the very fact that we very much other the Pokemon and it's like we capture the Pokemon, we let them make them battle. I feel that in itself is just like very distinctive though, that you're not like you're not like us. You don't have personhood, and even if you're like, yeah, we're best friends, we battle each other. We like even the power of friendship, with the power of like us, like even with like pets that you have in the real world, you love your pet, and your pet loves you. And there's like that one example of that one dog who like their owner died and they waited for them at the train station for like a hundred years or something. You know, I, it was like twenty years for yeah. them. They built the, a statue. Yeah, they built a statue. It's always, <laughs> Dogs don't live that long. No, I, sorry, I was like thinking a about tortoise. That, I think about that Futurama <laughs> episode. But anyway, it's just like yeah. Even though we acknowledge that, it's just like yeah. Um, we love each other. It's not the same as them having person and us respecting them as. Right. Of you would a person. Gotta be real. You're right. People don't suddenly condone animal cruelty in this world, even though a lot of us don't think of animals as persons. So you could make the argument that it's just like, yeah, Asia, congrats, an anti-animal cruelty game. Also, people can eat slow kings. Yeah. <laughs> like the whole slow king or just the tail? Like the whole slow king. Yeah, but if we're all we're Pokemon and Pokemon already eat each other... Then but, it's just a larger cycle. But then, isn't that okay in cannibalism? Yeah. It, because like, what's stopping another poke a person Pokemon to just eat? Huh. So what also other animals eat other like eat their own species sometimes. Like it's vultures eat other vultures. People. It's true. And sometimes animals eat people. Also, but Alyssa, we can we don't condone that. Alyssa, we, also, well, really we're quick, bums. Alyssa, I'm not going to beat up a vulture. A list of Pokemon that people eat in the Pokemon world. Mm-hmm. Wait, shuckle. I want to get. Oh, why do they eat Shuckle? shuckle? Yeah. Oh, he's, I thought he's Shuckle was a poison type. No, they, no, Bug Rock. Bug uh, Rock. It's nasty. so gross. Yeah. Tingler. Okay, that yeah, that's sense. a crab. Yeah. Delicious. I want to. A delicacy. Wanna guess. You want to guess? Slowpoke. Uh, yeah, the entire well, yeah. line. Magikarp. <laughs> Yes. Like literally wait, any wait, wait. fish Pokemon. I'm sorry, the entire line of Slowpoke? Yeah. Wow, like so slow king, slowbro. Slow. Really? Yeah. Well the only reason you're not getting the tail of a slowbro is because the shelters are already yeah. jumping on that. Yeah. They eat the oh, right. apparently in, oh, some, in some of the books in Gen 4 they talk about how they eat certain Pokemon. Yeah, that's fair. I bet you but could eat a milkery, milkery, or whatever it's called, the milk. That's the how you get the one that's literally a cake. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're right. You can. Anyways, hold on, guys. Does does milk tank count? I bet people are out here slicing out Taurus. Yeah, that's how you get the the um really delicious triangle hamburgers that they have. (laughs) Anyways, um, 
I don't think eating means that they don't have personhood. Oh. I just think it's a it's a really maybe the people in Pokemon don't have personhood. Can, can I can I can I just really quick tell you which Pokemon? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. so I'm curious. So yes. Crawdont. Okay. Okay, that's a lobster. Clauncher. That's okay. also a lobster. Horsies. <gasps> that, okay. No. Yeah. Horsies all the way to Kingdra's. I gotta be real. We don't eat we don't sea eat, horses, yeah, but we, those things look tender. All of the fish Pokemon. Oh, yeah. that's fair. Oh yeah, yeah. We, we catch. Fish. We fish. Yes. They're fishing towns. Crab brawler. I should also say all the crab and all lobster. The, yes. Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Sharpedo. Okay. They make Sharpedo oh. fins. <gasps> oh no! What? Does yeah. that imply that the Sharpedo are going <laughs> endangered? It is. <gasps> wow. Oh no! So this Pokemon has become a victim of overfishing. <gasps> no. Oh, wait, just the guess? Eat the oh, rest of the, no, the Sharpedo. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought you were like, that was a oh. setup for like, the. Chair rubies. Oh, yeah. That's a cherry. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess I'll like the. Wow. How do you just kill like that? The, <laughs> the, like killing Look the how animals. how cute it is. Yeah. So and then you just pop it in your mouth. Farfetch'd. Yeah. And they're cooked with their leeks. Yeah. That's like poi terrible. Oh my That's god. terrible. Oh my god. Uh, why are you saying it's terrible? Because is it because you've given these Pokemon personhood the on a level is, that you haven't given other animals? So you think it's twice as sad? The thing is, if we were eating, like, if I was eating, like, a pet, like, rat or something, I'd be upset. I would, the thing is, it's like, if you tell me. Chansey. <gasps> really? The egg? And the chance. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm glad I don't have to deal with these logistics. Appleton. That, that oh, yeah. they, they, the thing is, apparently, it's eaten by like the top. They eat really? No, <laughs> I hate that. It's like my favorite because Pokemon. Granted, in personhood, <laughs> the skin on its back is especially okay. yummy. Oh, Children no. eat it as a snack. Yo, does that mean it regenerates or? That's, that's, no, it looks like that's just, messed up. That's what if you woke up one day and your lifelong Pokemon, your ten-year-old, had just like eaten it? <laughs> Oh my yes. god! Yeah, uh, it really smelled delicious. Your I'm ten year old so just like oh so god. upset. I hate that. Eat I hate your this. like your life Pokemon partner. Yo, that's messed up. And the, messed what, up. the last surprising one on the list, Gabite. What is that one? It's that's another... that one. Oh, really? what what is that? That's the middle evolution of, yeah. of Garchomp. What Gibble of Garchomp. Gibble Gabite Garchomp, mm-hmm. the Cynthia's big dragon yeah. Pokemon. Uh, that's fair. I'm sorry. No, 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 what no, what, what animals will sort of represent? A shark. Oh, shark. A shark. A shark. Oh, okay. Dragon type. But it, Thank you. It, it, it's a land shark. Yeah. A land shark. Um, it, their scales are like ripped off their bodies, ground into a powder, and that's fun. I gotta say, um, I don't think I need to make an argument anymore. All these really sad reactions to people eating Pokemon, I think spoke enough for me. The thing is, I'd be sad if a cow was like being that I love was getting murdered. You didn't you didn't own burgers. any of these Pokemon. It's just like saying, Yeah, we eat cows. No! Cows are so cute. See the yeah. thing is my stance on it is a bit weird. The thing is I would feel within the definition we're using, they don't have personhood. Okay. I feel like all Pokemon exist within a high level of like, in, like intelligence. Animals? intelligence. Would you eat an Alakazam? Do you think Alakazam does have the spoon? The, 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 the problem is I wouldn't eat any Pokemon because the problem <laughs> they is they, the spoon? they they they. <laughs> I mean, they eat the leeks of wait, like. Wait, yeah. How does the ice cream Pokemon not up there? Oh no! The how are the is, Pokemon it, that aren't physically just food? The thing is, they didn't on the list. They didn't include. They 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 only included Pokemon that in the games. They're just like, yeah, people eat these things. Apparently, in the games, no one talks about eating like actual like vanillics. Yeah. yeah, 
That's wow. You know, I, I I feel like they have to. Right? I'm drinking like, a cup. I'm drinking a cup of tea, and it's haunted. <laughs> <laughs> but um, God, traumatic. I, I feel like within the game, it's within the Pokemon world. I feel like they. So. What we use as the philosophy isn't necessarily the same thing that the world uses. I feel like the world attributes a certain amount of personhood mm-hmm. to Pokemon, even though they eat them and mm-hmm. they consume them. Mm-hmm. And they, like, force them to battle sometimes. But I think if we're just in the Pokemon world, we can look at it and be like, yeah, that's person. If we're using, if we're trapped using our philosophy, mm-hmm. I feel like it's harder to swing it. Yes, yeah, Angel. Hi. I'm gonna I'm gonna go off the rails. And I don't know if you guys are gonna be able to follow me, but I'm gonna do it. You know how Derek just said Pokemon have a higher level of personhood than like basically any animal in our world? I'm gonna say yeah. that, but it's just an extension of your thought. I'm gonna say that the people, like the humans in Pokemon, mm-hmm. have a lower level of per- personhood than the people in our world that put them on a much closer plane to Pokemon than necessarily our closeness to our animals. That's fair. That's fair. That's I, fair. I, I, I can agree with that. Yeah. The thing is, the people of the Pokemon are lower people than us. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, legitimately, they cannot go anywhere without their Pokemon. If their Pokemon dies in any kind of way, you have to go to the next town. I think she'd be like mentally. It's just like no, they're a lot closer to. Pokemon. This, no, that's fair. Because the is, I think their logic is. I like within our world, we couldn't look at Pokemon. We couldn't interact the level that they interact with Pokemon and still justify. Yeah. How. And yeah. also, I just think they have a very complex relationship. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, some people do things that are counter to what they say and believe, yeah. and yet the cognitive dissonance makes this all okay. And <laughs> I think that's. One, they're, uh, the humans in Pokemon are lower in personhood than yeah. us. Um, <laughs> I think they're more, uh, I hate to use the word feral, just slightly. Just slightly. <laughs> no, no, no. In like, the game's like, oh my god, there's a tree blocking my way. Oh my what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And it's, <laughs> it's like, you can uh, just go Admittedly, around. you're 10. <laughs> <laughs> tree's pretty big. <laughs> go around. <laughs> Get a sandshrew and just use cut. I hate that. I hate that I have to get a sandshrew to use cut. Yeah, right. Annoys me. But um, uh, and that's why I argue that Pokemon do have a level of personhood within the Pokemon realm because uh, that's that's just their circle of life. I and also what? wait a second. Don't other Pokemon also kind of use other Pokemon in the same kind of way? They do, but just not on. I wouldn't even, just not on the same level that people do, because in order to evolve, a shelter has to kind of, who's in charge? The slow bro or the shelter? The shelter. Yeah. That's a whole entire Pokemon's evolutionary line that is subjugated by another Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, the freaking new ghost dragon has just tinier ghost dragons that it just shoots. And in order to even use that move, you have to presuppose a constant supply of tinier ghost dragons. Yes. There are a bunch of Pokemon that have this kind of like unequal relationship between each other that's kind of reliant on their evolutionary lines. And sure, we could say, oh, parasites exist. Oh, symbiotic relationships exist. Um, since I'm making the argument that humans are lower in this realm anyways, oh. I'm just going to say this is a very high level of symbiotic relationship. 
slash parasitic relationship. So are you arguing that the people from the Pokemon world are subhuman to us? Um, Ooh. I think it's impossible to compare. Give <laughs> me is. a cool mouse that shoots lightning at the people I ask it to shoot lightning to, except for when it doesn't want to listen to me. And we might talk. I think. Also, wait a second. <laughs> if a Pokemon doesn't risk, if the specific reason that it doesn't like follow your move sets is because it doesn't respect you, you enough. Have an alpha yeah. mm, does that even work because wasn't that a, a theory that went through that that's not how like wolves work or is that how other animals work that's how some other animals work that's how oh. gorillas work I, I i was i was saying that to support your um hypothesis because the thing is within our we've been comparing the pokemon people to us when they're not they're <laughs> pokemon they're yeah. Pokemon that exist within that world, that exist within the food chain of that world, which exists within the animal hierarchy of that world. Mm-hmm. Which is why Drifloon you... just carry children away. Yeah. What? The lantern, not the lantern, the little Litwicks. They just yeah. feed off of energy. Of spirits, the Yamask yeah. are just um... humans. They're just humans. Yeah. yeah. They're, so they're the thing humans. is, we've we've been comparing their ethical. Um, considerations to our world which we can't because the people are not people we've already established that they're Pokemon or are we just using our own like not Eurocentric viewpoint anthropocentric anthropocentric viewpoint sorry I said it anthropology and sociology our own anthropocentric viewpoint to put them as lesser because of the decisions that we don't like I made the joke of them being lesser to us Mm -hmm. the thing is I was saying in their world they're just Pokemon Mm-hmm. And so what what the what we see as natural Pokemon behavior, them eating each other, them um, uh, kind of using each other's powers without necessarily like any sort of like the same balance level. of power. Yeah. Um, humans are the human Pokemon are just Pokemon in there. So we can't compare our ethical uh, stuff to them because they're not human. You're right. Mm-hmm. They don't have reason. What? They don't have the main. They don't have reason. Well, they have cognitive dissonance. The the thing is, like, while I agree, I still think that the human the human Pokemon in the Pokemon world still have a really high intelligence because they yeah. still do plenty of research. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I I agree that it's a very high level, high intensity of like symbiotic like relations. But I still feel like they have much more personhood than the actual Pokemon on an average level. Wait a second. Um, two things. I'm I agree. Throw two wrenches. Okay. One, have we gone a little too away from the philosophy we're using? Two, Bill turned himself into a Pokemon. He did. He he very Ooh. much did. Bill. Bill, the person who created the first um, Pokemon storage system for your PC, turned himself yes into a Pokemon. Yes. So what what does that mean for us? I I will I will say that like he did. So it means that yes, like the humans are Pokemon, but they are like a very intelligent kind of Pokemon. Like, it's very much separate than... Yeah, so, like, I, I agree that, that we, as people, are definitely higher than the people in the Pokemon world, but, like, Bill couldn't turn himself back into a human. He needed someone else but to do I it for him. I thought that was because he couldn't press the button and be in the machine. Within the within the Pokemon Adventure manga, um, he turned himself into a Radicate, and he, he just couldn't operate oh, the machine Raticate, with his sucks. Radicate hand. That's the worst Pokemon and, uh, to turn Leaf Green into. and Fire Red, it was like a Clefairy. Yeah, it was like a Clefairy or something. I, I prefer Trash. Clefairy, Bill. So do I. It's, Anyways, it's um, all this to say, um, 
So all we really need to do is be able to prove that at least one Pokemon uh, uses reason to self-reflect on uh, their desires and perceptions. I feel like if it's like that, that's in one is the anomaly. I feel like it doesn't necessarily count. Um, but if an can... entire species of like an entire subsection of Pokemon, that's not just an anomaly. That's like the thing is you can make the argument for psychic Pokemon because mm-hmm. I, I don't mean to use the Pokemon adventure uh, manga, manga, but, but I'm they, going to anyway. They were able to <laughs> psychic Pokemon, a collection of different psychic Pokemons mm-hmm. were able to build a containment union for a legendary Pokemon. Also, what happened? Uh, remind me if this is manga, if this is a uh, anime or game, why was the, uh, Saffron gym shut down? Like it had to do with like something. I, I don't remember if this happened in the game or happened in the anime. Wasn't like she being possessed by like a haunter or something. That, that, that was the anime, yeah. In, in the game Thank specifically, you. it was just closed. It was closed because Team Rocket was taking over. All yeah. right. Thank you. Okay, Monday, and I can't use that. <laughs> but like, uh, Team Rocket at one point was was run by a Pokemon in the manga. Mm-hmm. Oh. And if Pokemon can possess people, would that require them to have their own kind of sense of self to reflect on? Yes, but I was I was gonna talk about how um, it seems like a lot of ghost Pokemon are just people. people. Yeah, I think uh, in the because Pokemon Gold game, I, I was gonna bring up the fact that um, the cemetery in Lavender Town isn't just a Pokemon cemetery. There are people buried there. Yeah, and then there are right. a ton of ghost Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, we mentioned Yamask. There's the Fan Trump. Yeah, I, I was going to mention Fantub specifically. Fantub is uh, a lost it, child. A lost children in the woods. It it's that. Oh. Yeah. Fant- That's so sad. Right. Why don't you ever have anything happy Pokemon? Thing? They do. Clefairy's right there. Clefairy came from the moon. Yeah. And it's then like there's Pokemon children. that would just be like intelligent aliens. Can we apply that our own idea of personhood to them if they're aliens? But because a large amount of Pokemon came from outer space. Yeah. That's all. And not even just the legendaries. I'm looking at stuff from the game. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, In the first Pokemon game. No, in the. In Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald, Gen 3. Mm -hmm. um, Mr. Stone created a device that communicates with Pokemon. And it showcased that Pokemon have a similar intelligence to. Oh. If it's established that it is a similar intelligence to people, then I guess it's safe to double down on the intense, like high level symbiotic relationship that they have. Mm -hmm. Uh, Pokemon probably need people as much as people need Pokemon in the world. Because they cannot survive. They can't survive on their own. If If they get hurt, they probably pretty much die, which is why it makes sense that. Pokemon centers are free to use. Pokemon will just attack you or in the wild. Even unprompted. I wonder. Ty Rogue. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that Pokemon. Sorry. Um, or even just how some Pokemon can't really like evolve. I wonder how they. Mm. Oh yeah, you're right. Because there's a lot of Pokemon that also need. Um, they yeah they they need stones or they need specifically have to be traded over. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that's necessarily like I wonder if you can bracket that into a gameplay mechanic or if it's like a thing, but I, it's also implied within the game that the relationship benefits them both because the Pokemon wouldn't be able to get yeah. stronger without that mm-hmm. and or grow. And I wonder if you could argue that that growth is not only growth as like 
just physical strength and ability but growth as like a person because a lot of pokemon their lower levels are capable of lower like it, it they're just in the pokedex mm. of lower intelligence and until they evolve they can't reach a higher one mm-hmm. like slow pokes you're right that's, true. that's fair you're right so i uh, i guess this goes more into like the person. question that you have later of <laughs> i feel like the pokey the people in pokemon would the thing is like ever since we made the argument that it's like yeah the people in pokemon aren't us <laughs> ever since so the philosophy just doesn't work no it's not that it doesn't work the thing is within their world within their definition of what like personhood is yeah po- would pokemon not just have the criteria for it within their world like might not maybe not in our world but with how i guess all it really does is break down the comparison of like dog fighting to pokemon fighting because we wouldn't be able to compare them because if we're looking not anthropocentrically at how we operate but if we're looking based off of what we see from the games how to us it would be cognitive dissonance but to them it just makes sense yeah mm-hmm. we're taking away our worldview and imagine and just thinking oh no these are just the rules of their world so we have to stop using this argument to make this comparison because it no longer works yeah then why the philosophy still work if we're s- because it's like so we're now adjusting the philosophy where in uh sorry i want to make sure i get her name right since we're constantly <laughs> using her philosophy when Korsgaard says that <laughs> it's human animals and lower animals we just change that wording to be <laughs> um human pokemon and lower pokemon but the thing is within this world that gap is not as big Mm -hmm. so when we're using the philosophy it could still work we just have to look at it through the lens of their world rather than ours Mm -hmm. does that make sense that makes sense but since i guess it's like what i was thinking about is since like we acknowledge that the people in the pokemon world are just still pokemon and they like the people in the pokemon world are like just Pokemon, so and they have personhood, and they, we acknowledge that some Pokemon have personhood. Um, it just seems like there's would have to be like a line of like, oh yes, we like you are the Pokemon that have personhood because you were like these ghost Pokemon were just people at some point, and the psychic Pokemon are just. I, I think it's because me and Asia are now on the side of that mm-hmm. Pokemon just have personhood within the confines of what mm-hmm. personhood means to them, and so. With the whole Devon Corporation and, um, uh, I was going to say book three, generation three, <laughs> um, and how it's like, yeah, all Pokemon have similar level of intelligences. <laughs> and so because all Pokemon have similar level of intelligence and humans have a similar, uh, the humans in that world are just Pokemon, wouldn't that just mean all Pokemon fall underneath the same category of person? No, I, I wonder for... Stop me if I'm just being a bit. I wonder if, we're, uh, if the part of the problem is that we're muddling our terms because we acknowledge that sh- uh, she uses animals to refer to both humans and lower animals. Uh-huh. And we're using Pokemon to refer to both lower Pokemon and human Pokemon. And I imagine that would trip it up a little bit. Oh, I thought I was using the same thing that she was doing. Because she was no, no. Okay, her. good. No, you're good. Like I said, stop me if we're already on the same page. Two, I wonder if part of the confusion is by acknowledging that that gap is smaller, we now have to stretch a little less to make it personhood mm-hmm. versus if we were arguing for animals in our world, we would have to stretch so much more. So now the um, the gap is a lot 
Yeah, the gap is, is, is the criteria is the same. The gap for uh, closing it is so much smaller. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's all. Since it also like has to deal with the because for me the only like, additional issue is is now we have to acknowledge that the culture of Pokemon is not the same as our culture. So I'm having like trouble disconnecting that part. Like, where it's like, there's a lot of, the thing is a lot of cognitive dissonance on our end from what we observe, but in the world, it's just how it works. So I know that. I'm sorry. I'm waiting for you to finish explaining yourself because I'm like, yeah, I I think I get Sam. I want to jump in and support you. <laughs> yeah, so it was just like, that's what I was asking is like, is the philosophy, not that it's like we can't use it because we can still just apply it because this is a fictional world. It was just like, since the gap is smaller um, and we acknowledge that the Pokemon are just, like the people in the Pokemon are a lot, the gap is a lot close, like closer. I, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. The thing is, I was going to bring up the fact that there's just no gap anymore. Mm-hmm. That's what I was gonna like with the way that the po- the way that humanity and Pokemon work in the Pokemon world, and like mm-hmm. it, I, I know we're using the term lower. I, I, it's pretty much just Pokemon that can't talk because the thing is all Pokemon can understand language. like language, and mm-hmm. they under, they can comprehend it. They know exactly what you're saying. You're right. They just can't communicate back. And so what I was saying was that I know we're still using the term like there's a difference, and I think that's where Asia was talking about the problems coming in. A problem of language. Yeah, but there's within the Pokemon world, there's no difference between Pokemon or humans. They, it's it's like the way the world works. Sorry, like I, go ahead, um, I'm sorry. I will say that like to further support that, and specifically in Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver, where you have your Pokemon follow you. God, I love that mechanic. <sighs> it's so good. It's so cute. Yeah, um, friendly. Yeah. Um, you're able to like if you talk to your, you, you can talk to your Pokemon, interact, and then they if they say something like they do a little dance and they have like a little heart emoji appear above them. It's super cute, but like you can understand them perfectly. You you, you can understand their intentions. Like oh, they are poking at you. Like they want to hug play. you or play or something like that. Yeah, they're, um, they're not. They can't smile. All of them. It's like oh, they're having such a good time with you. They want to follow you to the ends of the world or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's like. You can't always, from like in our world, if you have a pet, you always, you never can understand that. You can never understand your pet fully to that extent. Mm-hmm. But in the Pokemon world, you can. There's so, like a different level of intuitiveness. Yeah. So it's like you, you can understand your Pokemon better and they can understand you better. There's like, so it helps. Uh, Support that. The, the, l- that the gap. gap. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's what I'm trying to say. Asia. You, you look, yes, I'm no, I'm, I'm, it's fun. I didn't think it was going to go this way. So everyone's <laughs> talking and I, I, in the background, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to finish your sentence. You, you don't need to do that, Asia. <laughs> ah. So now I almost wonder. Mm-hmm. When we, when the people of the Pokemon world, since we, we're all under acknowledgement that they're essentially, like, Pokemon have personhood. Like, yeah. Right. Sure. <laughs> is it una- is it like not ethical to like capture them and like own them? I like, feel like if they... is in like sorry. I mean, oh. I don't... oh, sorry. Go on. I'm sorry. Is in's like whole like hey don't capture Pokemon don't put them in the PC let's just hang around them and if a Pokemon wants to be around you they'll like they'll be they'll... around you isn't that like <laughs> the proper way to do it? I feel like if the argument is the Pokemon. Do have personhood? Hmm. 
The thing is, I guess it's also. Uh, I'm gonna skip me. Sorry, go on. So this is just for the table. No one's going and ordering. Right. I I will say that because like I'm still in the camp of oh well Pokemon, I still believe that while there is less of a gap, humans are still more intelligent enough, mm-hmm. and so they, I would suppose, commandeer this symbiotic relationship, and they sort of like start it. So I would I would think that it's still ethical for them to capture these Pokemon. That's my stance. You said something and I was thinking, and I mm-hmm. wonder how the, this is, I'm sorry, this is so off topic. I wonder how the new game, the uh, Legends one, is going to change our oh, understanding of this because right, they yeah. go so far back. Yeah. And the thing is, there's already the um, impression that this is kind of like an old thing because mm-hmm. they even have an old style of Pokemons with Apricorns, I think. Yes. yes. So I wonder how they're going to take care of that because it seems like the gap is a lot wider back then. Mm-hmm. And I wonder how it affects games like uh, Pokemon Coliseum, but we're not going to get into that. What was I saying? Um, Pokemon Personhood. What was your question? Owning Pokemon. Owning, Owning Poke- Pokemon. Um, my brain is just like, huh, if I'm a Pokemon and I'm like a freaking Oddish and I love the heck out of this trainer, but they're going to Snowpoint City <laughs> next <laughs> and I'm going to freeze to death before I get there. I would. <laughs> but I don't want to leave my trainer. Um, I would prefer a PC. (laughs) I I wonder how much of it is just like, yeah. But then also there's always the, is it it still nebulous what it means for a Pokemon to be in a Pokeball and what it means for a Pokemon to be in a PC? Because in um, Sun and Moon, didn't they have, it's like, oh, your Pokemon are in a PC. Look at these islands. They're eating beans. We're just giving them a bunch of legumes. It's, from my understanding, hi, this is from Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness. They're digitalized. And then oh, put they into turn like, into information? Yes. Is that how Bill turned himself into a Pokemon? Does that mean that you can just... Is there a precedent, anime, game, or otherwise, of someone just being trapped in digitized form? Also, that explains why it was... Uh, how they could make a Pokemon like Porygon. Because yeah. if you can already digitize the Pokemon, all you have to do is come up with the right kind Code. of like code or equation mm-hmm. to then create kind of like a pokemon with their own like mm-hmm, subconscious yeah. enough based off of like the previous digitizing of pokemon mm-hmm. i also feel like this would be like a whole like rabbit hole that we that'd be very easy to go down to that's the problem this the whole like coding thing we could have an entirely different like overthinking on that now we could Cut me off. Cut me off. Oh, we are out of time. Yeah, I figured we were were going on a bit. But it was such good info. It was so so good. Last question before we get to fan questions. Mm -hmm. We'll see Plasma right. um, Would we be more willing to agree with them if we said was in right? Was in right. I will say. Yes and no. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yes and the fact that's like maybe going through a more ethical and humane approach would be better rather than forcing Pokemon out of their habitats. But the way that they're doing so is using Pokemon mm-hmm. to fight other people to then make force forcefully <laughs> have them release their Pokemon. It seems very contradictory. Yeah, release your Pokemon. No. 
No, they're just coming out of the Pokeball. I asked them. <laughs> mm, how do I know that? You're uh, this seems not that. Yeah, those Pokeball folks. I'm not steal your Pokemon. And release them to their natural habitat. I, I which al- reverse Blackfish. I also understand that. Really, the ethical side, because if to be clear, to like the ethical side of Team Plasma, that was really more of a front because Getz has had darker intentions. He's a villain. He, he he's he's the villain. Um, but with the with that for with that in mind, it's just very contradictory to be like, yeah, be friends with your Pokemon. Don't use Pokeballs. Now we're gonna force you to do this with our own Pokemon that we've caught forcefully. Yeah, I also feel like it doesn't help that I feel like a lot of the Pokemon like hierarchy in terms of like, yeah, if you're if all you have is like a Rattata and I have like I don't know like a legendary Pokemon, I'm just gonna beat you up and take your money yeah if no one is if everyone's releasing their pokemon then who is on top team plasma boom <laughs> asia hi um i gotta be real i because of the darker intentions and how it wasn't really pure intent uh i'm not on their side if it was in and i just i don't know talking at the bar and we just like chilling and it's like what do you think about this and i'm like why'd you bring your munch locks into this bar <laughs> um, Munchlax just make everybody dude put your Munchlax away no <laughs> I, I feel like because of all of the because of the conversation we had earlier about like their customs being different their kind of expectations being different the way they interact being on a different level than we'd say with like our animals and stuff it makes it hard for me to want to go fully one way or the other because mm-hmm. I just think how much of this is logistics if a if my whalemer decides that they want to follow me everywhere how am i going to do that other than a pokeball like if i'm taking my fish pokemon that loves the heck out of me out of the water but mm-hmm. i still want it to be safe like i feel like you can make a really good argument for the system the way it is now mm-hmm. but i also think that it's not infallible okay okay samantha um, so I was thinking because honestly, the the conversation early tripped me up and it's just like, yeah, um, if the gap between Pokemon, like if Pokemon and people are just the same, why not? Just if, if it's the same and they see no issue with it, they like eat their Pokemon and they don't see a disconnect, then I don't think it would be unethical. Mm-hmm. But I don't really have any real evidence on, like, my thought process on that. See, the thing is, I think not using the anime has both made this harder and easier. Mm-hmm. Because in the anime, we get clear examples in uh, Season 1. Because I just recently started rewatching that. Yeah. Where, like, a Pokemon would not like Ash, and then Ash catches it. And then for some reason, they're more chill with Ash. Does that mean that they're forcibly changing the Pokemon's, like... Nature? Yeah. Ooh. But that's a conversation for another time. Yeah. No, we're not using the anime. Well, actually, there's in the. I thought it was also like. Sorry, go on, Josmar. In the games, when you do catch a Pokemon and when you do uh, certain things with Pokemon, you raise their happiness. Yeah. And so there's a specific Pokeball in the game that that forcefully. Makes them more friendly. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, it it, it forcefully makes them more friendly. Um, A love ball? Yes. There we go. I think it's something like that. Or a friend Uh ball. Something Something like that. Does it matter? 
It's controlling the pillow. And then to to go influencing it. If you gave me a shitty pillow versus a nice pillow, you're right. I'd like you more. <laughs> <laughs> you gave me a nicer pillow. And you took me away from my family. And and to go along with that, there's something called the Master Ball, where it makes you forcibly catch any Pokemon you want, and that's also hmm. unethical to a certain degree. But I think I thought that you have to beat it down. No, no, no. Master Ball. You oh no, sorry. I meant like it. when you're catching, when you're just catching regular Pokemon, you have to beat it yeah, down. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. necessarily stay in the ball. Wills. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't stay in the ball. That so means like, that implies that it doesn't want to. It means you're forcing it. it oh, means, but then you get to weaken it though. Yeah, anyway. you you like, you beaten the will. It. Yeah, you you beat the will respect out of it. Okay. Because <laughs> thing is, you can capture a Pokemon full health. Yeah, yeah. Some and Pokemon are weaker willed. Typically, it's you have to own a higher level of Pokeball, but they don't sell that to you until you've proven yourself to be a certain caliber of trainer. So you even having that Pokeball to capture it with show is kind of a show of your uh, aptitude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are all Pokemon just Stockholm Syndrome? No. <laughs> don't even start that argument. I'm that's... so tired. So, that's just one way of thinking about it. Have another? Post in the comment section below. Sorry, this is what we used to do overthinking. Yeah. Of, uh, <laughs> I used to, that used to be the, the, end, the, the end of it. Yeah. But we have questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have questions that we've been ignoring for a long time. So, this episode's running like... Way longer than we expected. Yeah, but the thing is, we still need to get these questions out. You can just Let's cut out the Let's intro. Let's do it. Um, cut the beginning part. Just this from World of Allah, episode 103, The Wedding Planner. Mm-hmm. Um, Discus Clothesline says, I feel like it was a mistake to do the five-year time skip. I feel like we're missing a lot of character interactions that we could have used for the story. Yes, Discus Clothesline. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, but the thing is, I feel like if for a podcast, if it's just interactions, that's a. I, feel, the, I don't know if, how about how like the five year time skip happened, um, mostly because I was done with that with this time period in the world of Allah. Mm-hmm. We've been there for a long time, and I was ready to move on. Um, does that is that serves as a detriment to the individual character plot lines? Yes, it. It does. It it very much does. Mm-hmm. Um, we're doing our best this season to still show you the ramifications of like that five year time skip, mm-hmm. um, and this is the last time that you'll see these these characters this time period. So I don't want to be like enjoy it while you can, but it's like but yeah, I can promise you that this epilogue season won't have like the most stakes to it. So you just get pure interactions yeah you can kind of through those interactions explore what's implied to have happened mm-hmm. also is it fun to use your imagination use your own headcanon <laughs> yeah i don't mind headcanons it's just i'm even though we didn't get to see it i've spent a lot of time thinking about exactly how stuff went down mm-hmm. ooh, ooh, but, or we can sorry go on. <laughs> i was gonna say like just, yeah gonna, it's, it's not like i'm gonna make you uh, it wouldn't be fan fiction. It's not like I'm going to write you short stories. Yeah. So really, um, death of the author, I guess. Do I think, whatever. I think it was funny because I was like, yeah, we could just have a whole podcast where we talk about what we intend to happen in the last five years that we don't discuss. In the I po- guess we could have one podcast of it. Yeah, I would do it before the, something else we're doing comes out. Boom. Heck um, yeah. 
Rain Omega, same episode. Mm -hmm. Good episode, guys. I'm glad that you guys are still working on these epilogues. Are you guys going to start answering our questions? Yes. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> if so, can you explain the relationship between Xavier and Santana? Oh. Do you want me to do it? Or you? Uh... Yeah, do it, Derek. So, oh, wait, paint me a picture. Paint me a word picture. Xavier and Santana were originally... Um, lovers. I was going to say star-crossed lovers, but they, they got together. Like... They were together from what? From like middle school age all the way into their late teens. Yeah. Like they were together for a, a long, really time. long time. And like, I, long... Think in, I think in the story, Santana and Xavier broke up like a year or two ago. Yeah. At the uh, start. Within, within that too, those two were really important to each other's formative years. Mm -hmm. So they'll always be connected based off of that. Plus, usually when you break up with someone in like middle school or high school, it's just like, oh... Well, I'm going to grow up and I'm going to stop seeing them. That's true. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like, it was very, I'm not going to have constant, like. Interactions uh, with you. You're yeah. dead to me now. But it's just like, the way that their relationship ended, how it's like, none of them really wanted to end their relationship. Mm -hmm. But it's just like, they were both making each other worse person, and worse people. And Xavier thought that Santana very much couldn't help her accomplish what she wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Santana was a Vaconic. Um, Xavier was a part of an organization that hunts for Koenigs down. Could I make it any more obvious? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Apple. Thank you. So it's just like, oh, uh, Santana's just like, well, that you joined that when we were still, like, when we're still together. Yeah, yeah, but that's not you. Those are the Koenigs that are losing control. Hmm. 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 I don't like this. And so, um, does Xavier still have feelings for Santana? Of course she does. Yes, because those feelings never went away. And also, she's never been in a place to process them. And instead of processing them, you get what you got in the story, where she would antagonize Santana. Where she would try to get underneath Santana's skin, Wait, because it's the only time... <laughs> Sorry, I was say to do the voice. But no, it's okay. You don't have to, you don't have to do it. Don't do it. Hey, Santana... <laughs> was I, yeah, I'm, 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 that why'd you get embarrassed and so she keeps trying to in, put herself in santana's life because the thing is xavier's intelligent she knows that like yeah we're never gonna get together she knows that um she's pregnant with a with a with a child right now within within the story she still wants to be a part of santana's narrative on mm. some um levels yeah. and she thinks to herself that if i feel this way about santana santana must feel this way about me so from my perspective we've always like been in this weird like sort of relationship we both know that it can't happen but we both want it to so i'm going to treat her like this is that true um the thing is for all other purposes, Xavier dumped me. And I don't... Santana does not react well to being dumped. Because it's like, you dump me under really terrible circumstances. And then you're being antagonistic towards me. And even though Santana very much like, yeah, we grew up together. We grew up together and we you're like the first person I ever been with. Um, so yes, I like... If there was a point in time where I did love you. Um, I still care for you on a basic level. But honestly... Um, clearly we're not the same people that we were and even though i appreciate your memory we're not the same people that we were and just because you used to be doesn't mean i should hold on to that 
So I feel like I guess, yeah. I love you, but I'm not in love with you is a safe answer. So World Battle episode 104, the room where it happens. Mm-hmm. Mr. Crumple. So once again, you're separating the fantasy from World of Valor from the rest of fan- from the rest of fantasy by getting rid of the vampires. I'm so pumped by this. What makes you do so many creative things? Uh, I feel like I feel like the great thing about the World of Valor is that it's not just me writing the story. It's you guys making your stamp in the world and changing things about it. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that really helps with that. I also feel like. Um... I feel like you should pump yourself up more. I feel like the vision you have for the story is to like set it apart in some ways Mm -hmm. and that there are elements of fantasy that you like, but you also reimagine them with a sort of twist. And because you've set out like your unique sort of logic in the story, the rest of us are kind of forced to follow it Mm -hmm. and make decisions that I don't know if you'd necessarily make. Well, not necessarily. That collaboration breeds ingenuity. Boom. But it's born from your initial creativity. Yeah, that's nice of you. Yeah, I feel like you should also just give yourself also more credit because true. Yeah, you should give yourself more credit because the thing is, um, it's your world. We're just living in it, <laughs> literally. Uncle VT, Bishop is totally going to betray this bit. You sure you can trust man? You can trust that man? Is Ezra respecting it? Ezra, we're Caligos, baby. Betrayal is in the blood. Yeah, this is going to betray me. That's why I'm the god of oaths. You can't betray the god of oaths. And if you do, you die. Probably not. Maybe something else that's more useful to me. But you know. <laughs> I, like, I, I feel like it's... Uh, and we haven't really gotten to go much into the Caligo family lore within. But betrayal and bre- making alliances and breaking them and always kind of dancing on a sword's edge or knife's edge Mm -hmm. is so much the Caligo family way. And this is the first time we really get to glimpse Ezra dealing with that. So yeah, she knows Bishop wants to betray her. She knows that Bishop is going to look for any way whatsoever to betray her. So that's, she's working to make sure that if it inevitably happens, She's going to end up in a, not the worst place ever. She's going to end up in a place where she can survive and come back. Okay. Um, World of Owl episode 105, Fear and Loathing in Alexandria. Palladia. Wait, wait, wait. Don't tell me we're about to get White Ambrose romance. That's a question for you. (laughs) I'm so sorry. That was funny. Are we, Derek? Okay, y'all, I feel like there's a, there were a lot of, like, explosions in the comics about uh, Ambrose and Adeshina, about a, a, um, Adeshina getting the white romance option. Um, guys, listen to the show. Just, like... Hold, hold Ask us again, but later. Yeah. <laughs> when's everything plays out? Yeah, when's everything plays out? Like, you guys you, you guys got really mad. You guys you guys posted a lot of gifts. I get it. Yeah. I got you. They were very humorous. They were funny. They were very they funny. They were really funny. I really enjoyed it. Like, Trust us to make, like, things make sense. Also, um, the one thing I'm going to say about this is I have held Derek. If you listen to this show, you know I'm a romance fan. I've held Derek hostage 
with talks of prospective romances for upwards of six hours. And that's in one sitting. So, um, I don't know. Watch them, watch and see. We'll see. Can't can we have a little fun? Can we, can we be a little cute? Can we be a little out there? A little wild, a little just crazy? Just keep watching. Just, just keep listening. Um, LHM114, Luda and Damien, who are they? I feel like they may be proto-Fox people. Is that accurate? They're not. They're not, actually. Derek just likes foxes. I just like foxes. <laughs> I just like the design of foxes. But he could, they could turn it to foxes, yeah. Other dimensions have fox-like things. Yeah. Oh, so I'm a fox now? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm from another dimension. So, you, we'll, we'll get there. We'll see. We'll delve into that. We'll delve into that. So this is the last two questions. Beast Mode Pokemon Edition, during the pod episode 20. Mm-hmm. Um, Hendrix, do it again. Can y'all do a Halloween focus one next week or maybe a general anime one? So Ooh. you wrote this two weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. <laughs> no to the Halloween, unless you want a post-Halloween Halloween you wanna one. Keep, you want to keep the spirit going. We do Day of the Dead one. <laughs> You're right, we could. Uh, we we but, could also do like a Christmas one. You're right. Uh, both based off of our uh, Ooh, terrible, terrible Christmas, Christmas watch list. I'd love that. I'd love that, that so would much. Be, that would be so good. All the terrible Hall- Hallmark movies. <laughs> that, that works we could do that. Like, if you guys like Beast Mode Review, like, we could do it like once a, once a month. Because if we do it once a month, that's easier than me coming up with some philosophy to do that topic. World Ooh, of Valor Beast Mode Review. Ooh. I, and then I would we suck. get boons for our characters. Ooh, oh wait. my god, no, you're right. I would suck at that. <laughs> no, no. All of, no it's, not, not from the, it's not from the world book. If you study the world book, you can... And if you pay attention, if you watch the show. Just hmm. binge it just That would be really <laughs> Start fun. season three. And it's just like, it, it's not anything like game breaking, but it's just yeah. like, hey, you get this. Okay. <laughs> Final question. Twerkula98. You guys sound like you guys had a lot, a lot of fun. And jo- you guys sounded like, I don't know what, what I said. <laughs> you guys sounded like you uh, you guys sounded like you had lots of fun. And Josie really fit with the group. So, can we keep a mom and dad? Take that shit outside. Um. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, me and Joseph have been friends for literally like upwards of a, like a, almost a decade. Yeah, pretty much. So maybe he hasn't ruined it yet. So I guess uh, we'll keep him around. We'll see what happens. Ten minutes after this recording, yeah, get out of here. <laughs> 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 I'm sick of picking up this front. Kick him down the stairs. Yeah, no. walk home. So, Joe Smar. Hi. Yes, Joe. Joe Smar. Very specifically, J O S M A R. Um, I see. I see that whole spot comment really hurt you. Yeah, it's 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 uh, it's repetitive. <laughs> Get new sorry, material. You're right. you're right. I haven't lived through your name. I I can I can imagine like 15 different China. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> the thing is, that someone legitimately called me Pamela after I told them my name was Samantha. Really? Pamela? Yeah, I don't know where they got that from. I don't see the... my boss for like the first like two days. Even though she interviewed me, called me Pam when she was introducing me to someone. And then after they left, it's like, is it Pam or Sam? It is Sam. It is Sam. Why would you even ask me that? As a joke, I was like, yeah, it's Pam. Why? Yeah, it's Pamela. That's my real government name. <laughs> when you when you cash that check, yeah, it's Pamela. Yeah, check that's it. Funny. That's the only thing that the only reason I didn't like push this joke. I'm like, I need to get paid. I have direct <laughs> deposit, but I need to get paid. 
Anyways, but yeah, yeah hey. I, I'm I'm glad that, that you find that I fit in so well. I, at least I'd, I'd hope I would. Yeah, so I'm more excited about it. After <laughs> <laughs> just for no. a gunpoint, <laughs> read the cue card. It's like that one time I was like, "Yeah, this is my girlfriend," and it's like all the like, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yes, I it's know. my birthday, and I was so excited to show you my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> read the cue card Derek um, we have a Ghost of Shishima, uh overthinking next week mm-hmm. watch us watch us go through the art of war Ooh. yay Ooh. we're so excited Derek has to read so much <laughs> he's so sick of reading how much sleep did you get this week Derek like legitimately yeah like 10 hours 10 hours the last 7 days that's really good, how many don't, don't follow that how many example. hours that's like an hour in like a half a day. Yeah, some days I haven't gotten to sleep because of the stuff we had to record yesterday. Damn. Thank you for your sacrifice. Damn. We appreciate that. That could be me. Anyways, next week, Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> um, this Wednesday, we have another um, edition episode of The World of Valor coming out. Don't be upset about that. Um, <laughs> Honestly, it was really funny. It was fun. It was um, so funny. Don't think we're like winking about it. It was, it was kind of and expect a Dune review sometimes this week because I am contractually obligated to make one because of the sponsor. So, <laughs> are we allowed to say that? Yeah. <laughs> well, you're welcome, sci-fi fans. Eat your heart out. Boom. And you guys have a good one. Bye. 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 Love you. <laughs>